Rumkey is hiring CDL drivers age 19 and up, and drivers are paid based on experience. Rumkey CDL drivers earn $1,000 to $1,300 per week, and more than $10,000 in bonuses possible in their first year. Rumkey drivers are home daily, work in a recession-resistant industry, receive great benefits and performance incentives. Start a lucrative career and apply now at rumkeycareers.com. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another episode of uh, Har Gal with Haryal. Today we have a very, very special guest with us who is very relevant to the times that we are in today. Please welcome Dr. Vedant Murke, a close school friend of Thank mine. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank Again, you so Amar, much for having me here, Mihir. First man, I think uh, more than the rest of the people, I really want to show this video to all the people at Gyanmata. Jinko lagta tha ki school mein hamara bahut jhagda chalta hai, but yeah, that is yeah, not yeah. the case. That is not the In case. In fact, we have been uh, best of very good of friends after that. Ah, uh, best bol sakte yaar. I mean, we we've been very chummy. <laughs> Kafi uh, considering ki ham log alag alag cities mein rehte the, jitne saalon baad mile, we've had a really good times yeah. together. Right, right. So so people from Gyanmata and Amravati, if you're watching this, um, Vedant and I have made peace. And we are very, 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 very good friends now. And uh, and Vidant, uh, first of all, dude, I'm I'm very, very proud of the things that you're doing today. Uh, you yeah. are actually, uh, you are a frontline uh, doctor, and you have been uh, treating COVID patients despite your specialization being uh, towards uh, you're an ophthalmologist, right? Yes, yes, yes. So. Uh, so let let's start with that, right? Uh, say April twenty March twenty twenty Kaspas when COVID was suddenly booming in India, yeah, and uh, yeah, things were becoming difficult for doctors. How were things like for you guys? Like, how did the news break to you as doctors, and what were the first steps that you guys took? So uh, basically, WHO announced that it's a pandemic, right? And uh, everything changed after that. So, and the cases were on the rise. The first wave was hit India the last year, of course, March 2020. We were finally residents at that point of time. We were supposed to sit for the examination. But since India was in pandemic, our examination got postponed and everything. And we were recruited to serve as uh, what we respectfully uh, are called as, as of now, frontline warriors to treat the COVID patients. Now, basically, as ophthalmologists, we managed the patient at a very basic level. But the main uh, load was the residents of medicine, chest physicians, that is uh, respiratory medicine and anesthetists. Now, these were the actual frontline warriors. We were, you can say, subordinates to them. But yes, we did participate in the war. And um, it was dreadful. It was dreadful to see so many patients come up suddenly, get admitted. 3-4% of the admissions succumbing to death and we couldn't do anything because this was a new virus. No one knew nothing about it and no one could do not much anything about it. The only thing we had was treat them symptomatically, make sure that their O2 levels are maintained, make sure that the inflammation is controlled and uh, somehow tied them over this virus infection over the next 14-15 days and then discharge them. So that was it. Hey. So it, it's very interesting that you use this uh, this number, right? Three to four percent, and right. I see and I see a lot of. I mean, this this number gets thrown around thrown thrown around a lot in media, right? 
uh, and, and I don't intend to make this political and I know neither do you, but I just want to right, understand right. that if for a three to four percent mortality rate, uh, right. is it is it too much for a disease or or like so basically when you see the, it was it it was to be precise, it was three point four percent in March, mm-hmm. April twenty twenty. So yeah. uh, it does not look much when you look at the percentage. But if you consider the population in total and since um, it has affected a number of people, it's so rampant. So the death in number increases, but in percent, it looks like it's only 3-4%, so not a big deal. But when you see at the numbers, considering the total population of the world, or in fact, India also, which was which is 135 to 135 crore, yeah. So it's a huge number. And many people are being affected, so many people are dying, so that's why it goes up. Right, right. So uh, the first question that I have for you uh, in in terms of your COVID experience is, uh, what was the kind of hygiene that you guys would maintain when you were going out and being directly in touch with COVID patients? Right. So for our protection, the most and important, the most important was our PPE, that is personal protective equipments. We used to don them. So first we used to don our uh, cl- hospital clothes, which we uh, call as scrubs then we used to don a gown cloth gown mask and a cap and above that we used to wear n95 mask and don a ppe kit along with goggles and face shield so there was a lot of stacking which helped us uh, prevent ourselves to be in direct contact with the virus and after that of course we used to discard all those clothes and uh, the clothes which we wore to the duty, we used to come back, have a bath and immediately wash them off. And uh, regularly sanitize our hands also with sanitizer when uh, at work over gloves, obviously. Oh, glove, you used to sanitize the gloves also? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to sanitize the gloves also with this. So, uh, so are you saying that you guys have been wearing two masks since then, like since the last year only? Or yeah, 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 everybody. So, uh, for doctors, then, I mean, in terms of the hygiene that doctors have to maintain, uh, right. what has changed since last year to now? Like, up no, 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 it's, it's the same. same. It's the same. It's exactly. Yeah, because you have been wearing two masks since last year only. So, yes, uh, yes. What about, okay, so common, common mask issues right uh, what about the the breathing problems that many guys uh, <laughs> that that was really one of the big issues because we had duties for like seven to eight hours at a stretch we were not allowed right. to eat anything we were not allowed to drink anything we were not allowed to use the washrooms nothing as such so seven to eight hours hydrate yourself before the duty just go there work for seven to eight hours sweat the shit out and then come out, then eat and do whatever you want. But seven to eight hours, it was very tough. And like hats off to my colleagues and every senior and junior who is still serving and, you know, making uh, COVID patients, you know, fight for their lives and recovering them. It's it's a big deal, really. Right. And now, uh, with COVID, there is this uh, another term, another disease called the black fungus, which has suddenly come up, right? And right. black black fungus, if, if I remember correctly, uh, like we discussed in our last conversation, uh, it, is, right. it, it is something to do with the eye, right? The black fungus. So uh, basically, it's fungus. 
fungus okay. we everyone know and uh, fungus is basically a group of organisms they are neither plants they are not animals it's a distinct group of organisms there are total around 144000 species of fungus in this world of which few of them are pathogenic pathogenic means they affect the humans right okay. one of them is black fungus now why is this black fungus making so much of noise is it was a very rare disease before but now it's on the increase and it's very fatal if not taken care of in its early stages mm-hmm. so and it's more now in covid patients so that's why the big deal uh, uh, in fact maharashtra today as we are recording this i think it's uh, 25th of may it has declared black fungus as an epidemic so rajasthan and maharashtra has declared it as an epidemic telangana has declared it as a notifiable disease so yeah it's it's really it's really rampant as of now uh okay is is black fungus a new thing or or has it always been around so black fungus is a disease which has been uh, since a long time it's historically uh, an old disease but what has happened is its number has increased at uh, this point of time and it has increased so much that maharashtra government and rajasthan government has declared it as an epidemic it has become a notifiable disease in telangana as well so that's that's how big the black fungus disorder has increased as of now वैसे you mentioned epidemic and notifiable disease उन दोनों में कोई difference होता है क्या yeah epidemic is a disease which is on a mass scale which is affecting huge number of population and the task force which the government will now uh, enroll to control it will be at a much uh, what do you say um, Bigger much scale. intense yeah 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 bigger scale bigger scale so it will right. be controlled at a war level notifiable disease is where the disease is declared as notifiable so that government can keep record of it epidemic diseases automatically record ho jata hai okay so epidemic is like say level 10 and notifiable would be like a level yeah yeah so uh, statistically uh, there are definitions for the same uh, mm-hmm. i might not be able to really address it at this point of time जिसमेंटेगरी and they they are present all around the world all around us also so we name it as ubiquitous which precisely means that they are present everywhere now there are around 144000 species of fungi in the entire world of which few of them infect humans and they are therefore known as pathogenic fungus okay okay so now uh, these fungi are also a part of our body some fungi are a part of our uh, lining in the mouth nose and even in the stomach esophagus and gastrointestinal tract but they yeah. normally do not cause infection okay coming to black fungus black fungus was a very rare disorder earlier it was uh, we read about it in the undergraduate during our mbbs times in my postgraduate times i saw hardly 3 to 4 cases in 3 years right but now it's on the rise and most commonly the factor which is responsible for it is the covid infection so it is very common in people who have gotten covid and have recovered from it as well. 
so what, what's so special about people who are recovering from covid why is black fungus i mean what are the more prone to black fungus then okay so fungal infections will occur when your immunity is low mm-hmm. okay so they are known as right. opportunistic infection whenever they see an opportunity to infect a human being they'll just pounce over you and cause you the infection okay so normally might be some fungus is present in my mouth lining in my nasal lining but i'm not being infected because i have a strong immune system my body's defense mechanism is very nice it's fighting the fungus and it's not allowing it to grow at all but right. what happens in covid number one factor is there is a lot of of inflammation which causes a decrease in your immunity so immunity falls drastically number one number two factor is you are uh, if you are if you have a serious covid infection okay mm-hmm. so doctors land up giving you steroids okay the main role of steroid is to control the inflammation inflammation is the major factor in covid which leads to death of patient in serious cases so because due to inflammation a person lands up in what you call as cytokine storm storm of cytokines means there is a storm of inflammation in the entire body which might lead to multi organ failure all the organs might fail and the patient might die now to prevent this okay. doctor will introduce drugs like steroids or higher drugs like remdesivir and tocilizumab those what tocilizumab so these are the new drugs which pronounce nahi kar paye wo wala bhi mai kabhi <laughs> right right so basically these drugs are used to control the inflammation but their side effect is they'll reduce your immunity right right okay so, so immunity kam ho raha hai your uh, steroid use bad raha hai jisse immunity kam ho raha hai and secondly steroids se sugar levels increase now okay. if any organism has sufficient amount of sugar it will thrive well right it will have a lot of uh substance to eat grow spread right? right so it will have more energy as you said so it will spread rapidly so right. due to all these factors the risk of black fungus infections increases in patients who have recovered from severe covid infections and have specially received all these drugs okay. and that's why it's increasing now so that means is is black fungus as communicable as uh, as conjunctivitis No, no, no. It's not a contagious disease. First of all, I want to okay. clear that it's not a contagious disease. It it's an opportunistic infection which will uh, pounce over you if you have a low immunity and other factors. Now, other factors includes high sugar level. If you are diabetic, if your diabetes is not controlled, if you are uh, a patient of cancer, if you have blood cancers, if you right. have. Uh, uh, if you are a patient on immunosuppressants immunosuppressants means the drugs which reduce your immunity which is given in cases of organ transplantation right mm-hmm. in uh, stem cell transplantation in bone marrow transplantation all these cases and if you are malnourished agar aapka nutrition hi acha nahi hai to immunity naturally aapka kam ho jayega right and also in cases where your blood iron levels are in excess because excess iron is again a good nutrient for the fungus and again it will thrive better in your body and cause you infection so these are all the factors which can cause black fungus increases the risk of black fungus infection okay so uh, so vedant 
is is it to say that say if somebody is suffering from covid right and a lot of okay. people today unfortunately in our even in our first degree networks the people who we have known are suffering from covid uh is is it advisable then that they should probably not be eating substances which could increase the level of sugar in their body like will that play an effect in them being safer from black fungus so i would say infection of black fungus is more common in patients who have recovered from severe disorders right severe covid disorders what do i mean by severe is they were admitted in icu mm-hmm. intensive care units they were uh, maybe unfortunately intubated that is wo pipe dal ke ventilator jab lagate the right or they might have received higher drugs like remdesivir and tocilizumab what i said so if they have recovered from such serious infections and they are fortunate enough so they should be careful about their blood sugar levels more than eating sweet or something you can eat but if your sugar levels are in normal range the risk of black fungus infection drastically reduces so it's advisable that even after you are discharged from the hospital after a covid infection and if you have received steroids and higher drugs you should monitor your blood glucose level regular at home you can using glucometer okay uh now uh, uh let, let's talk about the other variants that have also started coming up right uh, of late yeah. we've been hearing about the white fungus and the yellow fungus uh, what about right. them like do they have a similar uh, fungus profile as black fungus uh see white fungus is a very common infection it's just uh, why do we give this name because black fungus it's easy for the common man to understand scientifically right. it's known as mucormycosis which is tough to remember for the common right. people so black fungus is easier then we come to white fungus again now white fungus has been very common uh, whatever you must have seen uh, cases where there is uh, ringworm type infections where there are rings in the neck in the groin right where in, over the genital areas of men and women who are not hygienic enough these are all white fungus most commonly they have okay. another names like candida aspergillus but again this huh. is not easy to remember so we name it as white fungus so But white fungus is a wo jo daat khaj kujli hota hai wo white fungus hota hai exact yeah most of the cases many of the cases okay right so right. it has also been in the history since long but then again for people to understand it easier way white fungus has been named okay so white fungus is not a very dreadful black fungus is very much dreadful that is what we need to worry about as regards oh. to yellow yellow fungus mm-hmm. yellow fungus only one case has been reported we don't have much data about it it was an internal infection of the gi tract of a man in ghaziabad uttar pradesh so only okay. one fungus has been uh, reported till date but black fungus okay. is something we need to worry about more than white and yellow Uh, from what i remember you actually treated a black fungus patient right uh unfortunately i have not treated one uh you can say treated but the treatment was very uh intensive what we uh, it was very devastating for the patient how i'll tell you because uh, black fungus starts infecting your sinuses first nose sinuses and then okay. it, this the nasal yeah, tract okay nasal nasal passage sinuses even the gums right and if it is not controlled it goes up up it will go into the eye 
if still not controlled up it will go into the brain okay right so the cases i have seen the cases uh, we have tackled as a team at uh, during my post graduation is where uh, the eyes were involved being a specialist of the eye we were called in when i was involved so in such cases it's very dreadful it's very sad to treat such patients because you have to remove the entire eye the contents in this part of the face which is disfiguring and it's uh, very it's very dreadful for the patient as well right so uh, okay let, let's let's address some black fungus myths right off the bat right uh, you so, know uh, there are a lot of these reddit communities and uh, these medical communities telegram groups where people keep on asking each other about these things right so yeah. uh, so i'll i'll tell you some common messages that i've seen which i'm not sure what the right answer to is right okay. the first one is that uh, somebody said uh, that i am not covid positive i might be okay. i don't know maybe i have a, so i've stayed at home uh, and i and i don't think i'm covid positive but pichle kuch dino se meri aankhon mein bahut severe itching ho rahi hai and uh, i have right. trouble opening my eyes in the morning would i have that on this that's a very vague symptom that's nothing i mean not even close to one of the symptoms which uh, which caters to which will point towards black fungus it's a very vague symptom itching and difficulty in opening eye is not one of the symptoms in fact there are others which i will enumerate ahead you you could do this to that right now right let's understand okay yeah so what happens is as i said it starts from this area of your face there are five types of black fungus infection first of all let me address that first of all you can have a black fungus infection of the skin some if if for example you got a cut okay and uh, you fell off your bike or on the road and you fell on the soil and there were spores of fungus in the soil which got into your body through the cut they might grow there called cause ulcers and blisters so it is cutaneous type of uh, mucormycosis or black fungus infection cutaneous means on the skin like on the outside on the skin on the skin right, right? rare type again you can have infections which can go directly into the lung so these are known as pulmonary which will affect the lung right, right. the third type which is very very pulmonary is sorry sorry pulmonary means the one which can move around right pulmonary moving no, around pulmonary pulmonary means affecting the lungs acha okay right affecting the lungs uh, yeah yeah next type is uh, you can affect your sinuses nose eyes as well as your brain so it's known as rhino orbito cerebral so this is the most common type most dreadful type acha most dangerous and this is what this is what we see in post covid patients most commonly right the so these... fourth type is uh, fourth type is when it affects your uh, gastrointestinal tract your okay. esophagus stomach and intestine and the mm-hmm. fifth type is where it spreads in your entire body that is very rare but if it happens it's almost death have there been such cases reported in india so far yeah yeah obviously that's why we have uh, categorized them into these five types okay uh, so uh, now another another uh, point that i heard was that uh, that i i don't know the technical terms so it probably could help me uh voice okay. my words better but uh, so there is like this 
lesser severity of covid and a greater severity of covid as well right 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 so uh, so uh, so see uh, some people were talking about the ones who have and, and these are people that i that i worked with right uh, who probably just right. take a couple of days off and then resume right. back work because they say humko bahut asymptomatic covid ho raha hai aapko aise feel nahi hota ki zyada koi bimari ho rahi so might as well work and agar kuch hoga then we'll take an off and uh, and ab un logo ko ek feeling of thoda sa black fungus invincibility bhi aa rahi hai ko lag raha hai humko itna severe covid to hua hi nahi to humko black fungus ho hi nahi sakta is that is that something see, be true see uh, we'll never say ki aapko ho hi nahi sakta never right. ever any doctor will tell you ki aapko ho hi nahi sakta because at any point of time aapka immune system kam ho sakta hai you can be lacking in hygiene and right. your sugar levels might go up and down maybe due to drugs or if you are a diabetic patient so all these factors if they come into play and if you come in contact with black fungus obviously you will get the infection so never ever any doctor even myself will ever tell you ki aapko ho hi nahi sakta obviously ho sakta hai but agar aapko severe covid nahi hua hai to chances bahut kam hai okay and when we talk about hygiene are we are we talking about nahana dhona brush karna wahi sab cheeze or like other some special yes. things to take care of no no there is hand hygiene which is the most important and oral hygiene which you talked about like brush karna gargles karna regularly right and right. Uh, then hand washing which is very important again okay so uh, there is also some speaking of oral hygiene like i just want your opinion on this uh there right. are some products that we see in the market right which are sort of like digestible sanitizers uh yeah yeah i i did come across right so uh, what exactly like what's the deal with those like are they effective are they unnecessary no no uh, studies huh? but no studies on them yet but no harm as well you can use them okay because uh, my my apprehension here was that again Reddit communities and such uh, yeah. viewers that uh, that because there are like good bacteria in the mouth as well. Uh, if you yeah. take these sanitizers, then those good bacteria might get killed again. Yeah, so, excessive use might might really kill them. And if uh, you're killing the good bacteria, which are known as commensals, so what happens if you have good bacteria in your mouth, in your nose? So they compete with the bad bacteria and uh, don't allow them to grow even bad fungi right okay now what happens if if your good bacteria is going down if the levels are going down if the number is going down the bad bacteria and the bad fungi will go up and will cause infections and other problems so yes excessive use should be avoided but no harm in using them excessive would be like more than one cap excessive use you are using excessive uses you are using it like seven eight times a day maximum three times it's okay the mouth wash what you are using three to right. four times more than sufficient more than sufficient okay okay awesome uh and is it is it to assume that by the way i mean not trying to judge the people and like all my deepest sympathies with the ones that have uh that have contracted the the, the black fungus and similar uh, fungi but do you think a main reason for them to contract the fungus was their their hygiene standards or are there other sources which contribute to it as well uh you're talking of patients who have recovered from covid right 
yeah patients who recovered from covid but who got black fungus so was hygiene probably yeah. the main reason why they got it or no the main reason as per studies the studies which have come up the main factor which is responsible for black fungus post covid in patients uh, is because of uncontrolled blood sugar okay and yeah. uncontrolled, uncontrolled blood, blood sugar again uh, stimulated from the treatment so um, yeah steroids right so so it's not primarily the patient's fault in that case patient's fault is patient is not paying attention to the symptoms if he is reporting okay. late patient right. is uh, not being hygienic on his part patient right. is not monitoring his blood sugar levels right right so you can't blame it on anyone because those drugs are essential to save your life absolutely absolutely right so those drugs are essential to save your life and uh, this is the responsibility of the patient to take care of himself to see for the symptoms to report to the right. doctor immediately and get treated right. so it's a two way right. street absolutely thanks for putting that across right because uh, a lot of flack of late has been coming on doctors right we have been seeing these reports and again like i don't intend to get political with this but given seeing reports of how certain uh, hospitals or clinics have been ransacked with political power uh, with the yeah. politicians and uh, that's because... that's very that's very sad because uh, it's very disheartening for anyone who is working day and night to save someone's life and yeah. uh, being thrashed by people who don't even understand a of allopathy right right so so i mean yeah so i think i think that's that's a good message as well right to to note that uh, no matter what stage you are in for example somebody like myself who's uh, who has the luxury of working from home uh, even i should be constantly monitoring my daily vitals and probably somebody yeah. who is suffering from covid or has just recovered they should be uh, again continuously be monitoring their body vitals as well right yeah 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 not it, obsessively if you are fine you can do it twice a day that's more than enough so i i read this uh, i mean i heard this from this uh, this friend of mine who is uh, who is i mean he he works for a uh, for a medical testing uh, firm so he said that right. it it it's a good habit to probably after you recovered from covid maybe in a month or so you should get a full body checkup done just to understand exactly what all uh, things have changed in your body and such checkups are not very expensive these days as well because they're happening in bulk right so right. Do, do, as a doctor do you think it's a good habit or again is that getting very very obsessive about this i i don't think a full body checkup is needed because uh, covid will affect your lungs mainly and few of your blood parameters so in despite in spite of going for a full body checkup go to a physician uh, tell him how your course of covid has been which all drugs you received how do you feel as of now and depending right. on that he will advise some specific tests instead of going for all the tests burning so much of your pocket also so it's advisable to uh, get to a physician uh, md medicine or chest physician and uh, then go for your test whatever he suggests uh outside of this i mean let, let's start uh, going a little outside of covid as well because we've been talking a little sure. too much about this right um, yeah yeah now now specialists like yourself right who are not directly involved with medicine or or surgery uh, as at this moment 
uh, how is right. covid affecting your lives uh Allies? have there been yeah as in uh like now that uh if if say an obstetrician or a, or an ophthalmologist or a gynecologist uh are, are the people who are not direct or dermatologists right people who are not directly involved right. in the treatment of covid uh right right how, right how much has the profession changed for them in the recent few months so uh, basically as an ophthalmologist uh, ophthalmologists are um, involved more in elective surgeries what i mean by elective surgeries are non emergency cases like uh, cataract being the most common surgery an ophthalmologist will ever do in his life so cataract is no emergency except for a few cases so obviously people opting for the same has declined so patients turning up for cataract surgeries have declined other elective surgeries for an eye surgeon has also come down like lasik for spectacular correction um right. other surgeries they have also come so all the elective surgeries whether be it for a dermatologist who go for dermato surgeries whether be it for an ophthalmologist whether be it for an ent surgeon whether be it right. for a general surgeon any anyone who is uh, practicing elective surgeries it has drastically gone down emergency cases road traffic accidents have decreased because people are not moving out Absolutely. Yeah, people are not moving out. So accidents, fractures, everything they have decreased a lot, uh, which is good on one hand, but then economy is being hit on the other. So that's that's very bad. Uh, right. Uh, and and just like in general, uh, there have been a lot of uh, these wellness coaches on Instagram and YouTube. uh yeah, yeah. and a lot of these feature on our uh, prominent national television channels as well who are continuously asking right. you guys to to keep exercising to eat right, right. to have right. to have healthy food every day and you know things like that right uh how obsessively or compulsively should should somebody follow this and what would be a sustainable way to to just protect themselves from covid you know just i would suggest just be healthy uh mentally physically and if you can uh spiritually and emotionally uh right. so you should address all these four domains and right. uh mentally is not taking a lot of stress being happy with what you have obviously aiming for more in your life uh physically is exercising eating right uh, cutting down on junks and uh, cutting down on um, other habits like cigarettes alcohol as well and uh, right. spiritual is a very subjective thing to address but if you can address it it's very good having uh, emotional health is also very important because you feel contented with it so taking care of all the four domains in moderate quantities daily will keep you fit and what um, doctors prefer what doctors define as being fit is having a good bo- body mass index which we know which we call as bmi around 25 26 it's good So I have a body mass index around twenty five, twenty six, and uh, that's it. Right. Uh, now, for the people who probably uh, go out, like there are some people that are that are obsessed with fitness, right? Uh, yeah. Now, now when such fitness enthusiasts do not have access to a gym, many of them go out for runs or they go out uh, in in public parks or in their society right. uh, parks and whatever. Uh, right. Now, now the point which concerns me 
as a citizen is that many of them when they say going for a run and all they take down their masks yeah yeah right which is unsafe both to them and to the people around them yes uh, so would you say pre- prescribe any guideline for people who are say going to a public park where thankfully there are not a lot of uh, people but then what what kind of guidelines can somebody follow when they are visiting these parks probably touching the see, benches and all around yeah like i don't think so much can be controlled because if such strict guidelines uh, were possible government would have taken them up and uh, right. controlling controlling crowding is again difficult especially in india with so much of population so densely populated country so all i say i would say is keep sanitizing if possible keep wearing a mask follow social distancing if possible in a big crowd you can be alone distance by at least 1 meter around you so that can uh, be done but i don't think any guidelines would work or so if it's it, a, i think if it's it, an, so say it's an it's an open park and you see nobody over there in the park then would it be safe to take down your mask for a while if you're running around of yeah yeah obviously i have done that right right yeah and uh, and say if you're touching any park benches or any of the equipments or poles or bars at the at the park then like the moment you're done with that just take a small sanitizer just sanitize yes sanitize right. your hands right and, and stay clean that... avoid avoid touching your face that's more important right right i think that uh, that does make a difference uh yeah. i i think we have a we have a lot of answers to that and uh, yeah. and even in terms of a diet uh, like you said just maintain a healthy diet don't eat excessive food which will not uh, help you maintain your bmi so i think a good meter to understand what to eat what not to probably could be ki bmi maintained rehna chahiye agar bmi maintained rehna chahiye to 2025 ke beech mein is a very optimal range awesome awesome uh, so uh, so vedant now that i have the opportunity to have you on camera and and also talk yeah, to you about about everything medical right ya mujhe kuch kuch doubt the jo which have actually come up from bollywood movies only बॉलीवुड मूवीज में कई बार वो ऐसे ऐसे इंस्टेंसेस बोलते हैं जो हमको समझ भी नहीं आते क्यों कहना क्या चाह रहे हैं क्या कहना चाहते हो भाई ठीक है सो इसमें एक चीज जो मुझे आपसे समझनी है कि बॉलीवुड डॉक्टर्स अक्सर कहते हैं हम पूरी कोशिश कर रहे हैं पर बाकी ऊपर वाले के हाथ में with the help of modern science which has developed so much right so we would try our best to the best of no doctor ever in this country or ever in this world will want uh, bad for his patient that's an oath we take that's an hippocratic oath we take right so in the best of our capabilities with the best of our resources we'll try our best to save the patient to do the best for the patient 
बट समाइम्स नाउ एवरी पेशेंट इज डिफरेंट एवरी ह्यूमन इज डिफरेंट उनका सिस्टम अलग होता है द वे दिस्टम विल फंक्शन इज डिफरेंट राइट सो हाउ दिस्टम विल रिस्पॉन्ड टू द ट्रीटमेंट हाउ द patient will cope up with the treatment is very very subjective it's different for every individual on this earth right so right. we'll do our best from our side we'll uh, go through all the protocols which are defined to treat any life threatening disease but if god forbid if he or she does not make it up wo upar wale ke hath mein acha okay that that's what they mean uh acha ye bhi bahut log bolte hain wo kehte hain abhi aap patient se nahi mil sakte unhe aaram ki zarurat hai इतनी खराब है क्या की इतने लोग मिलने आ गए पहली बात ये भी हो सकता है उस वजह से समवेर योर हॉर्मोनल लेवल माइट गो अप एंड डाउन योर इम्यूनिटी further go down if you're not if you're not in good mood your immunity does not work well that's proven right that is one thing second thing excess crowding corona has covid has teached everyone that excess crowding will lead to more infections transmission of infections right that we have to avoid right so these two are the main factors which we uh, address and secondly in a hospital it's an environment where we, it it needs to be silence it needs to be quiet so we don't want uh, much of noise also that's the admin part i think okay yeah but at least at least it makes sense at least it helps us clarify what exactly the doctor is trying to say right because bollywood yeah, yeah. some many times they end up saying it out of context and samajh nahi aata wo kya karne ki koshish kar rahe hain theek hai that makes sense <laughs> Now, yeah. now Vidant, actually <clears throat> taking cue, taking cue from our discussion so far, uh, and because you've helped us understand a lot of concepts pertaining to uh, the the current pandemic, the recent epidemic of black fungus, uh, diseases like white fungus and and yellow fungus, uh, also right. the things we could do to to stay safe from all of this. Now, now with all right. of that covered, uh, I I think this is a good opportunity to. uh kind of document some definitions from you uh in a sense okay. that would appeal to the larger public as well so india mein as you know logon ko movies sabse achhi se samjhati hai cheeze and uh, we all love hollywood <laughs> we all love movies and uh, like we I mean because i know you firstly i also know that you have a side to yourself that that loves movies a little too much <laughs> so yeah so let let me let me try and tap into that right uh, how about i give you some terms phrases or situations and then uh, maybe you could help me define that using bollywood as a reference point probably a dialogue yeah. uh, some some quote from a bollywood movie something some instance like choose your pick you know just, sure, just sure. go we will we'll try i i'll try my best let's see how it goes ठीक ठीक है, है। so so let's start with this, right? Uh, how would you, using a Bollywood dialogue, how would you define black fungus? Okay, so black fungus is the dawn of fungus, fungi. Once it affects your sinuses, it crosses your uh, or these orbital plates and enters your eyes and brain. Then उसको पकड़ना मुश्किल ही नहीं, ना मुमकिन है. It will eat you up. 
oxygen concentrators to everybody in india the ones that are that needed and they are raising right. three and a half crores uh, for this right. i think the last i checked two and a half ish crores have already been reached so if right. you could probably just just give a shout out to people I, who are i am going to myself end this session go to the website donate my share to the oxygen foundation and whosoever is watching this please please go ahead do that now every small amount matters somewhere down the line you might save a life and that's bigger than anything else i think all right coming from a doctor i think it means a lot uh, you actually mm. saved lives so i think the yeah. least we could do it at least, at least contribute to uh, to your mission So thank you so much, Vedan. I understand. I asked thank you a lot of questions, and and some no, of them probably probably cornered you a little, but thanks for being so sporting with that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. All right. Uh, so, I'll see you. But uh, can I can I add one thing before please, we please, please, uh, please. sign off? Please. So uh, if you have recovered from COVID, if you are home, just take care of few symptoms which might indicate that you have a black mark from this infection. So number one, uh, there is pain in the teeth. Uh, or the jaw area here near the ear all here and there might be a blackish discoloration of your gums at times localized that might be one symptom secondly there can be nose blockage blockage of your nose and there can be discharge which can be bloody or which can be black again there can be pain over your sinus areas this is your frontal sinus this is your maxillary sinus so there can be one sided pain a lot of headache fever and if unfortunately you don't notice all this and if it reaches your eyes then you can have double vision your eyes can propped out they can come out a bit you know bulging and you can have difficulty in moving your eyes and it it might be a painful movement so please take care of uh, look for all this and uh, if you find any of any of it please go consult your uh, ENT surgeon or any physician or an ophthalmologist and uh, get your interventions soon as soon as you can all right thanks for the message vedant and and thanks yeah. for making sure that it, that it stays within this conversation other conversation ke baad yaad aata to probably would have lost yeah, yeah, yeah. thanks man yeah i want thanks, to thanks yeah for uh, for those of you wondering vedant tumhare school ka topper hua karta tha so it shows no hua karta tha so it's okay that doesn't matter <laughs> not a big deal <laughs> All right. Sure. Thanks, man. I'll see you around. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How did we become Central Ohio's most trusted team of orthopedic experts? We focus on what matters most: our patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedic1.com. Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000. Plus, get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. new higher wages with a sign on bonus a range of real benefits and career growth opportunities in a top rated workplace so earn more and see how great pay and sign on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you go to amazon.com/apply amazon is an equal opportunity employer